And welcome back to So You Think You Can SMP. Here I am with my hosts, Surge Not Found and J Matt. And dang old Bushman. And I'm your other host, uh, Greg Noblade. That's true. Be more British. Hello there, governor. No, not you. You're you're Republican. You 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 don't want to hear my British accent. You have to be British and baby. Those are the two rules. Come on, muffin. What are we doing today, boys? Well, I guess oh, first, I, uh, I guess first we should say if you're listening to this, um, Pride Month. We we happy Pride Month to happy any uh, LGBTQIA plus listeners of the podcast. Um, you know it's Pride Month. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what else to say about Pride Month other than Happy Pride Month. Uh, well, if you're straight, our, uh, go away. Our uh, what's it called? Our our resident gay is off streaming uh, again. <laughs> that's a, that's okay. It's, we, <laughs> it's, it, it's just us straights at the moment. Yeah, we have uh we have our favorite Republican J Matt instead. Uh, say something controversial, Matt. Bush did not do turkey. Uh, yeah, happy Pride Month. If you're listening to this, um, the day it comes out, which is <laughs> Friday? Yep. Uh, yes. Uh, yes, June if you're listening 4th. on Friday, on June June 4th, then you will, you, you will be happy to know that if you're at Colossal Con in Sandusky, Ohio, uh, we'll be there. We'll be around. Nice. Um, yes. Sergio and I will be in cosplay. As, as yourselves. Well as Michael. As well as Michael, yeah. Uh, what were you saying about stuff? I was going to say, we're most likely probably going to try to record an episode while we're down there. But just so you guys have something on Friday. And we'll probably tell people, like, hey, we've got an episode come out this Friday. You should check it out. Uh didn't didn't want to miss Friday, so. Yep. Yes. Here we are. So yeah, um, if you're if you're at Colossal Con, we have a few panels. Um, we have one on 40k because it's you know it's me and Surge. Of course, we have one on 40k, and then we have one on D and D that we did last year. Or not last so, year, 2019. Uh, we did the same thing at YomaCon. If you went to YomaCon and you saw it, hi. Um, and we're also doing this podcast, but as a panel. So if you want to see us live and read fan fictions, we might have a few surprises in store that rhyme with Bane of Gremories. Yes, um, our favorite, uh, um, our author, Mikhail Freenington. Marcus yeah, Froningson. Um, I don't know if we have any other announcements. Buy our merch. Buy our merch. Buy our merch. Psyop. Psyop. This is me in your subconscious telling you to buy our merch. Wah, 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 wah. I'm emitting the merch into your brainwaves so you know to buy it. Stop glowing in the dark and let's start the actual episode. Anyways. Yes. What are we doing? All right. So <laughs> in uh, um, in light of recent events. Uh, Dream. Uh, if you don't know who that is, he's a very popular Minecraft streamer and 
speedrunner in quotation marks. He is the the highest. Well, well, okay. Ninety eight percent of his runs were legit. So I don't want to. I don't want to discredit him being a a decent speedrunner because he cheated on at most a few, which is horrible. But he Should did never, do many of them. But he, uh, many of them were legit. So he is a speedrunner. Whether or not he will continue, I don't think. I'm assuming he's banned from Minecraft speedrunning, which is kind of yeah. his thing. He could probably keep doing it, but you know, it's not going to be ranked. So yeah, ba basically, he cheated on a speedrun, and then he got an astrophysicist in air quotation marks uh, uh, to 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 say that he didn't cheat. But then uh, there is a very good video by a math guy on YouTube who I can't remember, but he said um, uh, in his analysis that even if there were, I can't remember what it was, it's like 100 billion people doing the same thing for 100 years, they could not replicate his results. They're basically impossible. And then Dream came out recently and said, I accidentally cheated. I just forgot I had the mod on. Whether or not you want to believe him, that's up to you. I per I, I honestly I don't like Dream, but I do believe it because I they do don't. they do use mods in his videos that aren't speedruns to increase the drop chances of certain items to make the videos go like not take you know seventeen hours to record. My whole and, thing is if the, if if that was the truth, then he should have just. <laughs> came out and said that instead of trying to go the whole I'm, I'm going to scientifically. Yeah. My theory is he was afraid of his fans because, you his know, fans are his crazy. fans sent death threat. As much, they're, now that the cheating allegations have come out, a lot of his fans are saying like, oh, it's just a block game. It's not a big deal. People speed run for a living. Like, if there was cheating in the NFL, they'd be fucking like be, well, there's a lot they'd of money be, going around. They'd the be NFL. fired. Yeah, but still, like this, the, it's the same thing to a less a significantly, mind you, lesser extent. Except for maybe Dream. Dream probably makes a lot of money. Let's see yeah. how much uh, AdSense Dream net worth. Let's see. And what? What? Fifty while million dollars, uh, according oh. or, uh, reportedly. What surge? All right. I, I was gonna say just just like a, as a disclaimer. Um. I've never watched a dream. I don't have anything against the guy. If it's true that he they, they, that he uh well if he didn't take off a mod, uh dumb move on your part. You miss you mishandled this. If you did cheat, shame on you. The rest of the people that we're gonna mention here, I also don't know them. I have nothing against them. I'm not gonna call them any mean names. I'm gonna call Dream any mean names. But the people that we are going to call mean names are the weirdo stands on Twitter that make them trend every time they do anything. Like, Dream could say pizza, and then pizza will start trending. And Dream said pizza! And they write these weird fan... We, we found a bunch of little short ones. So welcome to our Dream mm -hmm. SMP uh, anthology episode, where we just are going to be... Uh, I can't snap, so you'll have to imagine I'm snapping my fingers. We're just going to hit you. It won't pick up on my thing mic. After thing so. after thing. Uh. Yeah. I do watch some of the creators in this in these fan fictions, and I do enjoy them very much. So it's not like, man, I hate Tommy in it. I'm going to read this fanfic about um, 
this child getting shot or something like that. Because <laughs> that would, you know, that'd be fucked up. Also. Uh, and that's another thing we should mention. Please don't write fan fictions about children. Like, I know that, like, people yeah. on the Dream SMP are, like, they're content creators. Like, like, t- like Tubbo and Tommy in it. Those people are content creators on YouTube and they have pretty big followings. Don't write porn about them, please. <laughs> they're they are still children. That's um just, a just because they are of the age of consent doesn't mean you should uh write porn of them. Especially when aside. they've asked not to. What's your aside? Uh don't write porn about real people. And then there's a little period, a little dot after that statement. Just uh don't do it if you can avoid it. Unless it's under the guise of say a very obvious comedic parody. Because there's uh, yeah. somebody yeah, uh, in this yeah. podcast who may have <clears throat> done that. With consent the of, of the people written in about. True. And it's not it's not like we looked up to those people. If anything, <laughs> I looked down on Sam. <laughs> <laughs> if and if he's listening to this, that makes it funnier. Yep. All right. All right. Shall we uh, start us off? Oh, I think one, we should go in one order. One final of disclaimer. Four. One final disclaimer. Oh my god! We should this is the most disclaimered this. episode of all time. Yes, this is an important one. I think we should start doing this for all fan fictions we read from here on out. Uh, don't bully any authors, any creators, or any people we mention in any podcast for any reason. We That's will be true. very upsetty spaghetti if we find out people yes. are doing that because they found out about it from our podcast. But if anything, yeah, even if we like hate it, like we, this could be like the worst fucking thing I've ever read. Very they could distinctly. say the the worst things anyone could say, but you know, it could be, it could be anything, you know, like who's to say that a 14 year old didn't write this? Like, uh, what's a popular show? What's a popular thing? Who said, who's to say that a 14-year-old didn't write this uh, Team Fortress 2 fan fiction um, about this, the scout in the heavy pegging each other? <laughs> and they say racial slurs in in the, the fan fiction. Just because there's shit like that, like we can say, hey, don't say slurs, especially in, in a piece of writing, especially when your name is attached to it. More but, to the point, know. though, things like um, when we've talked about an author's inability to spell things correctly or seeming inability to utilize pronouns, just uh, remember, we do not care about the author for most of the works that we're talking about. We're only peripherally interested in if it's an especially interesting piece of fiction. But again... We're here to discuss the works. We're not here to discuss yes. the worker. Unless yes. your name is Ryan Johnson or Joss Whedon. Or yeah, Michael Thomas already famous Freeney. Fucking who cares? But people who aren't public figures do not bully, do not be assholes, blah. There's your Sunday yeah. announcement. Worst case scenario, we want them to improve. And best case scenario, Still we want like them to improve. Them. Yeah, and we still want to. Everyone should improve. Everyone should always improve. I was talking about this earlier uh, in a Twitch chat because I was watching a Twitch stream. 
but I'm not going to go into it because it would it would de- further derail this episode that's already been been derailed by nine thousand announcements. Hey, we derailed. We planned on derailing the ending, so let's keep it. Why don't you out. derail this dick in your mouth? Let's start reading, guys. Yeah, babe. All right. So the first one that we've got coming up here is forever. Is that what we want to start with? Sure. Yes. All right. This is by. Should we? Do we want to say the author name? Are we going to keep these we, people? We usually do. We usually okay. do. This is forever by Aceblade Seven Four Four. Um, the little art is fan art of Ranbu from the Dream SMP. Oh no. Um, it is rated T. Uh. And it is romance slash friendship. It's a thousand words, and it was published last week. Last week. Last Monday. All right. I'll narrate this one. <clears throat> Can I be the author's note? Go ahead. Hold on. I want to check on this on this person's profile. I need to make sure I can get. They don't. They allegedly don't write fix about Minecraft anymore. Hmm. But they're you know they're about they're a week uh, ago. Yeah, their, their profile um, has Dream SMP ships that they like. And Dream SMP ships that are disliked. And Super Smash yeah, Brothers right. Ultimate <laughs> ships that are enjoyed. How do you ship? Ah. Okay, just continue. <laughs> Let's just read. I, n- I never write fix about Minecraft anymore. D- uh, unsp- frowny face. Because I love the Dream SMP. I decided to do some cute romance one-shots of my favorite ships. Well, let me know in the reviews if there's any sh- ships you want in here. Enjoy! 1. Ranbu x Tubbo Here he was, in the UK. How it had been some time since he'd said foot here, perhaps over a decade. He was only a kid then, not able to make his own choices without his parents' decision, but now he had grown. This was his choice. He looked over at the decaying wall between the beach and the pathway. No one swam in the ocean that night. It looked as if it was just an empty bucket of water, poured over a child's sandpit. But the sun made it remarkable to look at. The clouds peaked over the edge of the horizon, and the sun illuminated them. Didn't it? Didn't it say there was this was a night? Just well, a nighttime ago? works different in the UK. Shut up. You've never oh, been there. Okay. All right. I'll accept it as my own cultural ignorance. You you ignoramus. The sun illuminated the clouds over the horizon, morphing them into a neon pink puff. Ranbu thought it was beautiful. It was the perfect setting for a date, and his was a maybe sort of kinda date with the one and only bee-loving big band's best bud. Tubbo. Tubbo sprinted off the grass platform onto the footpath below. He was supposed to be meeting Ranbu around here, but he wasn't quite sure where. A message popped up on his phone. Ranbu was on the other side of the pavilion, up east. That meant Tubbo had to walk another kilometer to get to Ranbu. He exhaled. Walk is a kilometer. Like a little over half a mile. Thank you. He exhaled, but Kluku reminded himself that it was his first time meeting Ranbu. No, it's actually less. Shut up, Sergio. You nerd. Hmm? No, it should Sergio's be a little a nerd. more than point. half of one. No, he it's said point six two. Yeah, a little over half a mile. One point six two. Shut up, bitch. Oh, Shut up, no, bitch. I thought you said little. I thought you said little over. 
whatever. Actually, point six oh nine three four. I suck my balls. Continue to read. It was probably a day that Tubble would remember for the death for the death of his life, the rest of his life. Ranbu picked up the pace a little. He wanted to meet one of his first friends on the Dream SMP. They had become friends because of their instant spark. They had a lot in common, and with that, they exchanged emails and numbers. They started to talk regularly, telling each other about their lives at midnight Tubbo's time. They did videos together, and that was when Ranbu realized that Tubbo was quite the character. Quite the cute character. Tubbo stared over at the sunset. The sun finally lay down to begin its deep rest. The moon hadn't made its nightly appearance just yet, but would soon light up the night with its sharp silver blades. Tubbo inhaled. He thought about how Ranbu had changed his life, about how he had slowly realized that he didn't have to follow everything that Tommy did. And gradually, Tubbo made his own decisions, even standing up for him and Tommy and to Tommy himself. Ranbu had been a great help. When midnight drew, Tubbo had told Ranbu of how he wanted to be free from under Tommy's wing. I thought he had midnight said, already drew. Jacob, please. <laughs> he had said that Tommy didn't mind if he left his wing, but Tubbo was scared. Scared he would lose Tommy in the process. Ranbu had reassured Tubbo that it was all going to be okay and that Tubbo had him if anything went wrong. That was when Tubbo realized that Ranbu was quite the character. Quite the friendly character. Ah, I see. I see what the author did. Do you see what the author did? I can't read. Okay. Ranbu waited by the side of the pavilion and glanced at his phone. Tubbo was almost hurt. Who's Ranbu? Oh, uh... Oh, hey. Ranbu okay. perked his head up. Tubbo stood there smiling. Um, I was afraid it was going to be awkward. Ranbu muttered, rubbing the back of his neck. Tubbo giggled. So how's the UK been for you so far? <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. London was quite nice. Only had five days there, though. Ranbu stared at the ground. Tubbo swallowed and scratched his chin. Been anywhere else? Tubbo said, trying to revive the conversation. Nah, but I'm thinking about heading up north to Oxford after I visit here in Brighton. Tubbo nodded, not moving his eyes off Ranbu. No one had seen him without his mask up until now. Tubbo hadn't really imagined what Ranbu would look like, but now that he was seeing him, it opened up a whole new light. Ranbu was charming without his mask. His face was molded with, with perfection. But as Tubbo thought, handsome. But how are you? You're looking nice tonight. Ranbu said, his smile beaming down at Tubbo. Tubbo blushed, but quickly regretted it when Ranbu noticed it. Oh, no, is this me? Is this Tubbo? I, I don't know. I think it's you. Tubbo blushed, so uh, it's Ranbu you're... talking. Uh, haha, you're cute when you're flustered. Oh. Also, quick aside, because we haven't had enough of those quite yet in this episode. Why is blushing a fucking defense mechanism in writing? It's literally instant. I'm so embarrassed. Ooh. Ugh. 
They sat down at a bench that overlooked the beach, and Ranbu sighed one of his... Ranbu's eyes. And opened up his backpack. Tubbo, curious, leaned in slightly to see what was inside. Ranbu pulled out a... Peanut butter sandwich, and started munching down on it. Tubbo chuckled. Where the fuck did he get that? Chill, Ranbu, it's only a sandwich. Ranbu stopped gnawing on the bread for a second. The one American thing I have. I'm never going to take American food for granted again. Tubbo laughed hysterically. He then covered his mouth after to refrain himself from laughing harder. It wasn't even that funny, but something about Ranbu just made it awesome. He made everything awesome, according to Tubbo. As night started to close in, the two became quite relaxed on the bench. They had been talking for about a half hour, and the glances of joy at each other became consistent. Ranbu had enjoyed the night. So had Tubbo. <clears throat> Again, how was this at night if the sun... <sighs> what Ranbu didn't know about Tubbo was that he got, well, woozy when he was tired and more socially confident. He lent his head on Ranbu's shoulder and yawned loudly. At first, Ranbu was just trying to contain his laughter, but started to realize that he liked the feeling of Tubbo's head against his... And then he remembered his emotions, his feelings. He liked Tubbo. He liked Tubbo a lot. At the time, Tubbo had no clue what he was doing. He had fallen asleep inside, and his body was trying to survive by using the basic human functions. When he awoke from his slumber, he comprehended that he was leaning on Ranbu's shoulder. He shot up, clearly unaware of what he had done, and Ranbu smirked. Did it occur to you that maybe, potentially, you were falling asleep? Ranbu was smiling, teasing Tubbo. Tubbo frowned, but returned to his happy face. He was happy with Ranbu, and then it came to him. Ranbu. He'd been here for a while, and Tubbo felt comfortable around him. He felt as if he liked Ranbu, and he did. A lot. Ranbu looked over at Tubbo. Tubbo glanced at the ground. Ranbu leaned in, so did Tubbo, and they kissed. Ranbu Does he like used... Ranbu like I like taking in inhumane levels of ketamine into my system? Yes, apparently. Okay, good. <clears throat> if the ketamine likes to lean on you for emotional support. It does. Ketamine and good. I are very close. That's good. Ranbu used the passion he had been holding back this whole time and placed his gloved hands on Tubbo's shoulders. Tubbo went along with it and leaned into Ranbu's neck. They sat there for a moment, until Ranbu placed his head on Tubbo's. Well, this is a night I'm going to remember. Tubbo nodded. Forever. Well, gotta admit, a little boring. Yeah. Um, yeah. It wasn't bad. It wasn't, it wasn't bad, just very... Written. Teen emotion, boring stuff. It has a bit of an issue with differentiating who's talking. Yeah, and not in the fun way, like Mr. Michael Freeney's masterpiece. All right, <clears throat> on to the next one. On to the next one. Uh, this one is just friends. I'll let the. Oh God. Oh no, it's all single line. Oh no, it's double spaced? What? 
Why is it double spaced? Yeah, and all the paragraphs are all like smushed up against the corner. <laughs> I hate this. All right. Go so ahead, this gentlemen. Is, uh, I gotta get just something. friends. Uh, DNF Dream Not Found by Eva Deathness. Dream and George are just friends. Or are they? They can never just be friends. Nobody can be friends in fan fiction. Everybody's got a fuck. I'll be back in one minute. Keep going. It's recording. No. Uh, I'll be Dream. I guess I'll be George. Can I get some pointers for George's voice? She's British. Yeah, that ain't gonna work to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, chapter one, apples. Oh boy. Oh George. <laughs> I'll I'll read it. I guess I'll I'll be narrator as well. Dream yelled while whilst BBH. That stands for. Hold on. It stands Big for booty hose. Bad boy Halo. <laughs> George, say it stands for Big Booty Hose. Big Booty Hose. George, Sabnap, and Tommy were hunting him down on the most recent manhunt. George is right behind Dream, about to get him. Dream grabbed an apple from the beige grass. What the fuck kind of grass is beige? The f Am I thinking of the correct color? What the fuck kind of grass? Yeah, what the f tan? It's like tan. Yes. To boost his health as he yeah. was running. He took one bite into it and started ch started choke. <laughs> George thought quick and grabbed him as he used the Heimlich maneuver to save Dream. Tommy saw what was happening, and as quick as a lightning bolt, he sprinted over to Dream and George. Dream stared at George with big eyes, then hugged him, capital H, and hugged. Then Dream quickly backed away, blushing. Dream soon ran away from George in embarrassment. George watched him run back to the community house while blushing. Then BBH whispered to Tommy, Wait, who would like to be bad boy like going to post it? Well, you <laughs> sound like the medic from Team Fortress 2. <laughs> well, well, Tommy replied and said, Go get the manhunt. Let's do another okay. one. Hmm? No, keep going. Be all the British people, forget Sergio. The man hunt. We'll just, <clears throat> forget the manhunt. We'll just do another one in a few days. BBH agreed, and they both walked back to the community house. George still sat in the grass, still blushing. He was in disbelief about what just happened. Sapnap whispered to George. I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. Can't get enough of him. Can you? A strong hot wave came over George's face. Soon he got his act together and went back to the community house. Chapter 2. Toothpaste and Enderman? Could you please read, you please read that again, but put a special emphasis on came. Get enough of them. Can you? Is that good? Oh no, I meant I to put emphasis on came in a, under a strong hot wave. <laughs> oh, came. A strong hot wave came over George's face. Anyway, chapter two Thank toothpaste you. and Enderman? George went inside, then went to the bathroom to get ready for bed. He grabbed his toothbrush and started to apply the mint-flavored toothpaste to it. Just then, Dream walked in on him. George screamed in fear and sprayed toothpaste at him, as he didn't know who was coming into his bathroom. Dream wiped his eyes, about to yell, until he realized George was there. 
He smiled and answered his mouthwash. He then walked out of the bathroom, still smiling. George decided to skip brushing his teeth for the night and hopped into bed. Disgusting. In the middle of the night, George woke up at four in the morning and to a blood-curdling scream at his balcony door. George grabbed, opened it with a crossbow in hand. To his surprise, it was a dream, dream of sweating and panting as he explained that a whole group of Endermen were chasing him. Hey! And that the front door was locked. Sorry, I was breathing, not gasping. You can't shoot an Enderman with a crossbow, so this fucking sucks. George quickly rushed Dream and slammed the door behind them. George helped Dreams into the kitchen to boost his health. Dream was wounded as George could see. He helped Dreams into his bed and then he walked back to his room. Mm. Chapter 3 Stairway to Death. Dream and George both woke up to the sweet, smoothing, so sweet, soothing smell of pancakes. They rushed downstairs, tumbling over each other to get the biggest pancake on the table. George fell over the railing on the way down, only holding on with one hand. Dream ran over to the railing to grab his hands, and if George fell, it would be a 20-foot drop. What the fuck? Stairs? Surely, has, too surely to injure him. Who has a 20-foot stairwell in their house? You and your guest house and your no. guest mansion. No, the, the largest run of stairs in my admittedly well-sized house is still not even remotely close to 20 feet. It's like eight. <laughs> 20 feet. That's a house. That's a whole house on its own. New stories, yeah. Skeppy, uh, fuck. Uh, Dream tried to pull George up, but his hands were slippery as butter. Sky does Minecraft. Butter, butter, gold, butter, butter. butter Sky does Minecraft. Butter. Dream yelled to Skeppy, who was at the bottom of the stairs. Skeppy ran up to help him, but he was too late. George on his way down the 20-foot drop. Dream watched in terror as George hit the floor like a belly flop into a pool. He raced downstairs to help George, but to his fear, George wasn't breathing. Holy shit, he fucking <laughs> died from a 20-foot fall. Ouch. Dream flopped down onto George's lips and gave him you CPR. BBH, who was making a second batch of pancakes, saw what was happening. BBH ran to the bathroom and grabbed the medical kit to help. Help what? Let me put a band-aid on his lungs. George was starting to breathe again. Dream stopped giving him CPR and tried to help George up. Meanwhile, BBH grabbed the pull-out couch in an oxygen mask and carried George to the pull-out do you have an oxygen Let me just run to the bathroom and get the CPAT machine real quick, man. Give me a minute. Alright, bro. Hey, got it, bro? Yeah, put it on. Okay. George was very confused about what happened. And he tried to ask Dream a bunch of questions, but Dream couldn't understand him since he was muffling into the oxygen mask. Two hours later, George got up. He went to the table and grabbed one of the pancakes. He, he took one bite into it and yelled, George, these pancakes are ice cold. Language. BBH said to George. Why are they cold? George asked while grasping tightly onto his hot tea. You silly muffin head. The pancakes have been laying out for the past two hours at room temperature. What the fuck is his accent? BBH explained in delight. George shrugged and finished the pancakes. He had a whole day of, ahead of him. She thought to himself. <laughs> I must get some type of protein. Is there protein in pancakes? I guess eggs. There is in something else that may be related to romance. Shut up. Then he walked outside <laughs> to dream Tommy and snap nap. Straight from the source. 
Chapter 4, The Manhunt. Dream was ready. This time for the manhunt, he decided to just pack a bunch of steak in his duffel bag to keep his health up. It wasn't the same for George. He was still limping over. Dream noticed he was better and went over and hugged him. Then the manhunt began. Ran Dream ran as the other followers behind him. Followed behind him. That sentence made no sense it in my brain. Yeah. But George went the opposite way to surprise Dream. He came uh, by the old oak tree. George sat there for a bit waiting for Dream, but soon he noticed Dream wasn't going to come. He tried to make his way back to the community house, but he was lost. George crawled up next to a tree. Will I be here forever? He thought, but out of nowhere, an iron golem came near him about to attack. They don't... They're neutral, moms. They only attack if provoked. <laughs> George reached in his bag and realized he didn't pack his crossbow. George knew this was the end of him, but out of nowhere, Dream ran towards George and grabbed him. Dream threw George over his back like a sack full of potatoes. Dream said to George, you're on my team today. Although George wasn't tired, he fell asleep on Dream's back. Well, I think that's called fucking passing out. He's like terminally dying from that, that stair fall. Agreed. Soon he woke up in Dream's room to a clicking noise. He saw Dream editing the manhunt video and walked over to him. Dream saw him in the corner of his eye and said, Sorry, Georgie, they caught us. What? But George wasn't worried about that. He hugged Dream with no hesitation. George said to Dream. Is this? Uh, well, uh, I would have. At the bottom of chapter four. Like, bottom of chapter four. I, I would have been dead if you hadn't saved me. Dream, why? <laughs> you sounded like Dorothy. <laughs> Dream plus and then smile. From the Wizard of Oz, you had like the Kansas Dorothy accent. I would have been dead if you hadn't saved me. Dream blushed and then smiled at George. Anytime, he whispered. Chapter 5, Dream's live stream. What the fuck is up with Chapter 6? I don't know, dude. George went downstairs and saw Wilbur on the couch like normal, cussing about the soap opera BBH and Skeppy were watching. George sat next to Wilbur and asked, So what are we all doing tonight? Wilbur replied, saying, Who's Wilbur? Am I Wilbur? We're heading to a party down by the village. <laughs> Sound like that. George said, I'll go, I guess. Sin, he had nothing. Sign. Cosign. <laughs> He had nothing better to do. Wilbur was still whining about the soap opera, so BBH and Skippy went to their room to watch it. And fuck. Wilbur turned on Dream's live stream on YouTube. George asked, Why is he live streaming? Well, there's a lot of drama going on after Dream posted what? the manhunt. George asked, Uh, why? Wilbur um, replied, A bunch of homophobic bullshit between you and dream George blushed <laughs> and said <laughs> uh, I thought he edited that part out Wilbur said well we couldn't really do that since he was carrying you around for most of the video Is this, uh, it's just oh Oh, George said in embarrassment. Don't worry, George. Most of our fans are okay with what's going on. Oh, that's Tommy. That's not Wilbur. Hey, how dare you? 
Sorry, the next babe. one is Wilbur. Tommy yelled from across the room. Yeah, it's mostly the nine-year-olds <laughs> watching that they hate the video. Why is German? <laughs> said Wilbur. Dream. Oh, all right. I guess I've got to go somewhere. So bye, God. <laughs> Dream said as he ended the live stream. Soon everyone got in the car to head to the party. Chapter six, the party. Oh, boy. They all went down to the village to go to the party. The village was filled with rainbow lights and all type of types of alcohol. George grabbed some fruit punch and sat on the couch. He watched Wilbur drink the first of 50 beers on the table. George, that's 50. I feel like 50 isn't that many beers for a party full of people. It depends on George, how many people are there. George thought this was too much for him, so he went out and just sat by the pool. Dream soon stumbled over him, clearly drunk. First time drinking, George? He asked. George was embarrassed to admit it, so he said no and changed the conversation quickly. So aren't uh, Scappy and Big Booty Hose great together? He asked Dream. Well, they don't kiss a lot, and doesn't a kiss start a relationship? George replied, saying. <laughs> well, not re Dream interrupted George. While, why don't I kiss you now? Dream, I... Before George could finish his sentence, Dream pinned him down to the floor and kissed. That's fucked up. That's George some kissed him back eagerly, hoping nobody noticed what was happening. He got up to breathe, noticing Sapnap, Tubbo, and Tom. That's those are those are children watching. He grabbed Dream by the collar of his suite and sprinted to another portal. George ran through <laughs> the portal with Dream half asleep, getting dragged over with him. He rested near a bro half broken castle and lay his head on Dream, hugging him. Chapter seven. I'm sorry. Y'all ever just drag your crush to hell to fuck? Welp. And after making out in front of children. Anyway, yeah. chapter seven. <laughs> Start it, Surge. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll make sure you. I, I'll make sure you all get hurt, baby. George said the dream, knowing he probably couldn't hear him. Soon he realized they were laying in a blaze spawn. He tried to pull out his crossbow, but all he had was an iron sword. He grabbed the sword and stabbed it through the blaze spawner, but he still had to fight off the blaze, apostrophe S. He hit the first blaze with the sword and got hit back against the wall, causing him to pass out. Soon he woke up with Dream staring at him from ab above. <laughs> I, 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 I'm sorry, Dream. I got us into this mess. I'm glad you did dance remix. George said to Dream in a faint voice. Dream re leaned down and kissed George, saying, It's okay, baby. Dream then hugged George, grabbed George, and carried him back to the portal. On the way back, BBH saw them and offered the help, but Dream told him that he's got it. For George's incident was a huge blur, but for Dream, he would remember this forever. Mm. This, was written, the oh. this was written by a child. Most yeah, my guess. Well, 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 what's up with the hat? Like kisses person, I will remember this forever. Like that's all this amounted to is just yeah. kiss, and then he's like, "Oh my god, oh my god, we kissed in front of children. Let's go home." Okay, so the formatting in this was awful. Yeah, uh, this was. It's, it's less of a fan fiction and more of ideas for a fan fiction by this guy. It looks like. Yeah, looking at the final final two chapters, it looks like each chapter is one paragraph and admittedly 
what, for, Tom, for Tommy in its story HCs? <sighs> Is that the one you're on? Yes. Okay, yeah. Anyways. I'll just I'll, I'll just read this one because it's short as fuck. And I was already reading. Okay, so I've been wanting to write a fanfiction about these headcanons, but I suck at writing, so I turned it into different headcanons instead. Also, if you would like me to make a fanfic based on these headcanons, please give me credit. I'll, I'm fine if you... I'm fine you make the fanfic on a different platform like AO3 or Wattpad. Just give credit to me for the love of God. Rated T. Hurt Comfort. 375 words. Published March 28th. <clears throat> Tommy looks back on all the shit he's been through and essentially just says all these people have done is betray me and manipulate me. Slow down for those... Uh... <laughs> listening. No. And if they haven't done that, they just don't care about me. He, now that I've been through, brought back, I'm just a fucking experiment to them, and after compliment, compliment, contemplating, contemplating it, he tells himself, you know what, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. Tommy leaves Pogtopia to find a better place to live, away from everyone, so he can essentially get himself together and be more independent, yeah? Hold on, before we continue, this was written by Stars and Coffee. I don't know if Jake said that when I you didn't say that. This is written blurb. by Stars and Coffee, and this is just a bullet pointed list. They've written they like West Side Story in Minecraft. Yep, fairly active a, recently. It took a while to find a good place to settle down. He thought about going into the desert, but it was way, way too bloody hot. In the same reminded of that damned beach party. He looked in the Arctic, but it was way too gold and boring. He also didn't like that it could be right next to Fechnoblade or Tubbo without knowing why he was trying to get away from these people. He eventually finds a nice clearing in the middle of a forest. How far is it from Pogtopia? No idea. It's not like Tommy cared anyways. If anything, the further away he was from people, the better. He decides to make himself a cottage, he even makes himself a backyard with a nice flower garden. He decides to gather up more basic supplies, like stole cone, iron, food, wood. It didn't really take him long. Maybe only three days. He already had a good amount of stuff needed when venturing out like a bed for his crafting table. He also kept his weapons, which, while yes, scared the fuck out of him. He knew he needed them for survival against the mobs. Eventually, he settled, He gets settled into his new home, and he tries to figure out what he could do with his time, and he thinks, what if I made a small barn? Tommy always liked the idea of having animals around him. Not only that, but maybe he could make a business with it. And with that, follow, he followed the dopamine and made a new goal of making a barn. I'll continue this tomorrow. It's currently 3.40 a.m. Y'all have a good day. He continued to not continue it tomorrow, as this was posted in March uh, and has not been updated since. Yep. So, uh, first off, I am nearly certain that this was a bullet-pointed list based off of the author's Minecraft playthrough. It really no, feels like No, it's based like off that. the Dream SMP, bro. Okay. It's just headcanon for Tommy in it in the Dream SMP. Okay, bro. Mm. This has been pretty painful so far, I'm not going to lie. That's okay. I guess we're not used yeah, to pain after sifting through interesting things for a while. All right. Yeah, we next we have uh, <clears throat> uh, I will be re I will be reading this one because I uh I found this and I love it. Okay. So this is called Kettle Series. Um it is by Finley the Fox. Um, I don't know if this is parody or this is serious. I'm going to head to their 
profile, so maybe we can get a better idea. Uh, Uh-oh. It says, I enjoy writing stuff about different fandoms. I can range from NSFW to tooth-rotting fluff. Requests are open. They I'm assuming this is letter. ironic. But they have I, I written, don't know. They have written other Dream SMP fix, so this one just might be a joke, while the other ones are the serious ones. Yeah, I I don't know why they decided to put their Discord name on here. Uh, of course, I'm not going to say it um, aloud. Of course, it's it's open on the if internet. You, you yeah, if it. you wanna if you wanna join this fanfic Discord, it's at the bottom of the fic. So if you wanna find it, neat. All right, this is a Dream X Tea Kettle smut fic. <laughs> <laughs> it was a rainy afternoon as Dream shuffled around his house, bored out of his mind. Sap and George had gone out getting groceries and hadn't returned, leaving Dream to entertain himself. He made his way to their kitchen and started to boil some water, hoping to get some relief after a warm cup of tea. As he rummaged around their kitchen for a cup, his eyes fell upon a light and blue tea kettle, completely hidden from view until now. Dream picked up the tea kettle, surprised at how hefty it was. Despite its small size, the spell was thick at its bit. Hold on, I need to get my mic. Okay. <clears throat> the spout was thick at its base, but grew out into a slim shape. Dream lifted up the lid to peer inside the kettle, and his mind drifted. The hole was quite small, not the average size of a tea kettle he'd seen in George's collection. The whole enticed dream, leading him to wonder, what could he fit in there? He looked around, trying to find an object that would wow George or Snap Nap by fitting it in the tea kettle. He glanced down for a second and contemplated possibly, possibly putting, putting his dick in there. What? While, 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 while I wanted to that. say it at the same time as you, Sergio, why'd you stop? Mm, well, I, I didn't know. Screw you. Uh, Dream shook his head. That'd be ridiculous, right, guys? That'd be ridiculous. Yeah, 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 yeah. It would be ridiculous, and he should stop right now. He, he thought to himself, his dick had other plans. He stared no. in surprise at the growing tent in his pants, no. concerned about why he was feeling horny right now his eyes trailed back to the blue kettle resting in his hands it wouldn't hurt to try at least he thought to, to he thought to thought to himself trying to convince himself it was a good idea dream set set the kettle down and jogged to his room to retrieve a bottle of lube he rushed back and started to unbuckle his pants. I wish I, I I wish I hadn't switched my pajama pants. <laughs> I could have given the real experience. You'll have to imagine the unbuckling. Dream groaned in embarrassment as he slipped his shorts down, his erection more noticeable. Finally ready, he slid his boxers down and started to Later, the lube along his using long strokes, trying to get as much pleasure as he could before he did the deed. He soon positioned himself at the hole of the tea kettle. His dick was almost too big for the hole, but unfortunately, it would fit with the help of the lube. 
He braced himself and closed his eyes, pushing into the kettle. He gasped in pleasure as he slid inside, inch by inch, until his entire length was inside the kettle. He was gripping the kettle's base and moaned. Uh, <laughs> the amount of pleasure he felt was like nothing else he'd ever felt better than set. Oh, uh, okay. Better than Sapnap. Hell, even better than George. I guess it's a sequel. Don't you love it when you, always... don't you love when you fuck your friends and you're like, you know what? Tea kettle. And you're yep. like, wow. Yep. My tea kettle is way better than my best friend's bussy. You know, Jacob, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta admit, this PC cooler fan is better than you. Thanks. Why are you fucking your PC cooler fan? Why aren't you? <laughs> He started to pound the kettle, trying to chase his orgasm, standing in the kitchen, holding a kettle on his dick. Dream felt no shame. His lust-filled mind just wanted to come, fill up the kettle. His thrust became more frantic until his release came. You might want to pull back there a little surge. You're you're getting a little little crusty there. Shut up. The stars danced in front of his eyes. His cum flew out of the tea spout, coating the floor with a white cream. Dream slid to the floor, dick stick, dick still in the kettle, inside and content. He sat there in a state of bliss, just thinking of what the fuck you just done. As he started to get up, he heard the front door click. The voices of his boyfriends floated down the halls. They got closer and closer. Fuck. Fuck. Wanna join the Discord server for this fic? Discord space dot gg slash vj Sergio, Sergio, you said you weren't gonna fucking say that. (laughs) I wasn't doubting doxing his personal Discord. Fine, I won't read the last the letters. I can just go to the fic. Sorry about the spaces. This site won't let me post the link. Just delete them, and you should you should be good. We're a, we are a wacky bunch if you join. Be sure to ping me, Finley the Fox, and say you came from this site. We'll get some cool roles, because this is my nostalgia site, and anyone here is epic in my book. All right. So what do you guys think about Dream Fucks a Tea Kettle? Well, first, we're, not, we're not on good terms right now, Sergio. <laughs> Why? Because you just made me listen to that. <laughs> I, 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 we've done worse. All right. I'm sure. So this is uh, all I have to say about this. And it's some advice for some young men out there. Uh, For starters, stop listening to this podcast if you're below 18. I know you're there. Stop listening. You shouldn't be here. Secondly, if you are still here for some godforsaken reason, don't hope you're enjoying. Don't stick your dick in a pot. Ever. Don't it stick your stuck. dick into anything that your dick cannot fit in. Please do not. Just if you aren't sure if your try. dick is going to fit, just don't, don't don't put your dick in it. Just just stop. Just stop there. Don't have sex. Don't have sex. Yeah. Okay. Don't touch <sighs> women. They're gross and cringe. Yeah, it's Pride Month. You gotta touch men. Yeah. Alright. I get to read the last one. Hmm. Alright, this is... uh, We went to Wattpad for this one. Oh, boy! 
Just calm uh, down. Alex Mumble. Uh, quack burr one shots. Oh yeah, we gotta read By, the, uh, the rest of this. Pierce the Kellen. Melee consists of Oss and Joy Heart. That's AU's, but it's Oss. Oh. Yeah, he didn't Got capitalize Australian. the A or the U, so that makes it a little harder to Unedited. Quackity's real name will be used. Enjoy, I guess. LOL. Nice. Like a ghost in the snow. With a comma at the start. It's cold oh. out. Alex mumbled softly, shifting closer towards Wilbur for warmth. Who wants well, to no shit. <laughs> he chuckled, slinging his arm around the smaller boy's shoulder. Alex was visiting London just for a short period of time. He absolutely hated it there, but he would do anything for his lovely boyfriend. They were walking in a local park, hand in shivering hand, just kinda enjoying their time in comfortable peace. Come on, can we just hurry up and get in the damn car? It's cold as fuck. He said right as they were approaching a random clear space, they decided to park. Oh, won't you look at that, our precious car. Wilbur sassed before grinning widely. Shut up! Alex said in a small fit of laughter. He was just relieved that he doesn't have to walk in the snow anymore. As they stepped in, Alex immediately threw his arms around Wilbur's shoulders. Oh my god, it was so cold out there, I could have died, dude. Do you want me to die? He sighed in exaggeration. Hold on. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. Wilbur said with a fake pout, his bottom lip poking out. I think that's Alexander Quackity. Uh, oh, yeah. All right. I'll forgive you if you give me a kiss. Wilbur. <laughs> Wait, you're re who's the yeah, I'm reading. I'm reading. Give me I don't a know, second. man. My brain. My brain is. <laughs> Are you okay? Oh, no, I'm having a fucking mental breakdown from this. Okay. Wilbur laughed quietly before leaning down a little, connecting their lips softly. Alex cupped Wilbur's face, deepening the kiss slightly as Wilbur placed his hands on the short. The shorter's waist. Alex whined as he pulled away. Ah, why'd you stop? You only asked for one kiss? He replied. Wilbur loved messing with him. Well, can I get more, please? Alex clasped his hands together in a pleading manner. I've... I don't fucking care anymore, dude. That manner has three N's in it. I'm gonna say three oh, N words after this is over. Before Wilbur leaned down to plant small kisses all over his face, Alex giggling his ass off by now. Not so long after, they were on their way back to Wilbur's home. Hey, Alex, want to go grab something to eat real quick? We can go to your stupid Burger King place, or... He said before looking over to Alex, passed out, leaning on his hand slightly. He let out a quiet, aww. <laughs> 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 he bent over a bit and kissed his forehead softly. Wilbur mumbled a small, I love you. Do you want to do an you already, your own little touch? You already, you already read it. What do you want me to say? You fucking, you go, oh, you fucking again? Chewbacca. Oh, <laughs> I like the picture at the end. That's a good picture. What? <laughs> 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 FNAF will be real in 50 years. 
<laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, we have to end the we have to end the episode because we we can't take any more time. Fifty two minutes, FNAF will be real. We've already passed fifty. We've read minutes. it all. Oh, I'm sorry, Jacob. Oh my God, Freddy I, fed. I like that in my room. that it was shit. Do we forgive them for admitting that? I it was forgive terrible? you, Pierce the Kellen. So. I have to ask, I know we don't like talking about authors specifically, but what leads people to write this? Is it being young horny and death. horny? Hor young, horny. Okay. And, and they look up to these people because they create content for them. <sighs> that spooks me a bit. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I will read the next one shot. There's another one? There's another we just hit continue reading next part. I thought we were going to oh, read. That's a different story. We're good. We're good. Sergio, please. <laughs> oh, I don't want to read please, anymore. We've read five. It's still part of the same. It's another chapter. Uh, I'll do one more. Oh, we'll do with this last one. Oh, Sergio, you're Let fucking killing me. Red. It, there's a Sleeping with Siren song that goes with it called Let Love Bleed I Red. I, I said I was going to read it. Okay. okay, fine, read it. Go ahead and read it. Lead love bleed red. This is like super short, but I don't know how to make it long. Wilbur's point of view. Enjoy. <clears throat> we were sitting on the ground somewhere deep in the woods. Alex sitting on my lap. An oversized shirt. Exposed collarbones in the pale moonlight. This is Nats. Nice. <laughs> Intertwining his small dainty hand with my calloused one. It really Dude, is. Oh, are you both carried my head now? in the I'm both. <laughs> it, I am I buried my head in the crook of his neck. As he giggled. As we cuddled. Trail kissed on his jawline to his collarbone. <laughs> leaving the near, <laughs> near past love bats. He hummed in satisfaction, slightly tangled his hands into my hair. You know, we should probably head home. It's like... <laughs> Stop breaking character. <laughs> it's like... Fucking... It's like fucking 11... Shut up, 11 p.m. Shut up, I got it, I got it. It's like fucking 11 p.m. And we'll probably wake up at 3 p.m. if we stay any longer. Why are you using the Ram Ranch voice? Stop! <laughs> Stop laughing! Stretching his arms out. Hmm, you're right. Come on, balls. I read that as balls. I'm gonna keep that as balls. I, I, I picked him up off the ground. Carrying him, bridal style. Back to our shared house. I'm working on a musician AU one-shot thingy. And I'm gonna try to make it really good. Might finish it in a few days. Okay. I'm I'm done. I'm, well, I'm, I'm done. Wounded. This is over. This episode is over. There is no outro. Goodbye. Goodbye.